Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Love Yours Podcast. It is your host, Aurora Tracy, and I'm so happy to be hanging with you guys this week. How is the end of our summer going? As my time and living in New York City is coming to a close, I have been finding myself being two years out of college now, and I wanted to take some time to sort of reflect on my experience post-grad. I also have some siblings who are in college now, which is hella crazy. So what better time than to offer up my top five lessons I've learned post-grad? So as usual, get comfy and let's chat. As usual, we are starting off with our weekly check-in and catch-up. So how are we doing Really, like check in with yourself. How's it going? I hope everyone's morning, day, night, afternoon, whatever time it is, whatever day it is, I hope it's going really well and you're taking it easy on yourself and enjoying these last few days of summer winding down. I personally am super excited for fall, although like I find reasons to love summer. I really do. I'm not a hater. I just thrive so much better in the in-between seasons, spring and fall. Those are my time to shine. My hair loves it (laughs) because otherwise it is quite humid and the curls just don't always thrive in the summer and that's okay. My mood loves it because I can be comfy and not have a sweating match on the way to the grocery store. (laughs) Regardless, wherever you are, I hope you're doing well. I personally feel like I've been so aligned with myself recently, and I'm really grateful for all that's going for me, to be honest, and I'm not trying to brag, but I really think practicing gratitude and making decisions based on what feels right for me has been the key for me recently. I think I've been thinking a lot because these past few weeks, like, so weekly I do check-ins with myself and kind of look at how I'm doing mentally you know, anything maybe I want to adjust or maybe some bumps in the road that I want to address and how I can do better moving forward. But to be honest, these past few weeks have been pretty smooth for me. So I've kind of had a lot of time to think about why maybe it's going so well so that way I can keep it going well, you know? I love that. So what else is new for me besides the move? So right now we are well, I'm going to talk about the move, obviously. So we're two weeks out from moving into the new spot in Nyack. Uh, full disclosure, we are still not packed at all. I'm just telling myself that it'll be fine. So TBD on how that goes. I like to think I am a really well-seasoned procrastinator. Like a controlled procrastinator, maybe is a good way to say <laughs> I know I procrastinate. But I literally do some of my best work under pressure. Like, I'll procrastinate so I think a reasonable amount, not amount that I know is just going to screw me over and I'm going to have, like, a hell of a time doing whatever it is I'm procrastinating. But I will kind of push it to a point where, like, you have that fire underneath you, the pressure, the time. It just, it works for some people and it works for me. And now I'm not saying try it if you know you're going to not do well with that sort of mindset. But no shame in the game if a little procrastination helps. I feel you because it is for me. So this past week, what else was new? I actually kind of had the weekend to myself. My boyfriend was up building our coffee table with his dad. Um, Love that for us, first of all, because it's way cheaper than buying right now. Furniture is disgustingly expensive. But anyway, so I kind of had a weekend for me and my girlies. Friday went out with my besties. We had to go to dinner, though. Kazunori, 
in Midtown the best hand rolls you will ever have worth every freaking penny it's honestly really not even that expensive i i think this time i only got five hand rolls no maybe i got four or five anyway i have literally gotten six hand rolls before there maybe that's pushing it for me but like when you're just there and in the moment and you have this fresh ass hand roll like you just need to buy another one it's okay great time a lot of fun much needed girl time but then the rest of the weekend was kind of to myself and letting it unfold i randomly got the opportunity to go see the jonas brothers can we just sit on that for a second middle school and teenager me is screaming right now i mean camp rock girly for life it was just a wholesome night i ended up taking one of my co-workers who also was obsessed with jonas brothers growing up and it was just a fulfilling little night for us it was the it was the best time i was really grateful i got to go and it was totally unplanned, which was the best part of it. I kind of woke up Sunday morning and this opportunity came to me and I was like, all right, this is what we're doing today. Cool. <laughs> but otherwise, that's really been it. I've just been on my grind and the work, planning for the move. And now it's my favorite part of the week where I get to just sit down and catch up with you guys. So our next segment is the favorites. So my weekly favorites this one i have to start off with my banana peanut butter toast now this isn't just a weekly favorite this is like an aurora favorite for life but i've been on i feel like i go through phases with my food where i get really obsessed with a few foods and i make them a lot and i always come back to them eventually so right now i'm on my peanut butter banana toast what is it let me explain it to you because if you like banana and peanut butter you're gonna love this i basically just take a piece of toast and put peanut butter obviously on it but the toast part of it is very important because you need to get the peanut butter slightly melty. It is just a necessity. Do not eat it otherwise. And then slice up a banana, put the slices on top of the peanut butter. I never use a full banana for the toast. I just eat the rest of the banana like on the side. And then I drizzle a little bit of honey on top of the banana and peanut butter situation that we got going on now. And then finish it off by sprinkling cinnamon over top and now this is honestly pretty basic you could even get a little crazier with this you could add blueberries or maybe granola or whatever and honestly sometimes i do this exact combination but in yogurt instead of on toast also also phenomenal so if any of those ingredients sound delicious to you give it a try you will not be disappointed i have my grandmother hooked on it now even next up on my favorites list has to be love island UK. Now I watched last season, so I immediately fell in love. I had been behind on starting this year though, not gonna lie. I started over the weekend when we were having our little girlies day and I've been binging it. It is just one so juicy. I really don't have like any drama in in my personal life. I so like this is really entertaining and almost like how I get my drama fix, my mindless TV after work. I mean, you know exactly what I'm talking about. When you log off, sometimes you just want to do a brainless activity or watch something that you don't have to think about. <laughs> you can just be entertained. And that's the show for me. It, I mean, also the accents are a great help. But I just love the suspense all the crazy turns. I don't want to give any spoilers if anyone wants to like check it out, but I personally, this is way better for me than The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. I have no hate to those shows. I've watched those too, but nothing gets me hooked like Love Island. Like I will sit here for four hours without realizing. 
and it's crazy. <laughs> so that's what I've been on to. Also, very random on my favorites list is I got some new shampoo and conditioner, and I'm trying Kristen S for the curly hair. First of all, um, how did I not know that this shampoo and conditioner smelled freaking amazing? I've never heard anyone talk about that before. But if you're in the mood to try some new shampoo and conditioner, definitely give Kristen S a, a check because it smells delicious. And after, I mean, I've only used it twice so far, but my hair is looking pretty well today, especially if I say so myself. So, so far it's doing what it needs to do. I like it. And lastly, this was on my favorites week, favorites list last week, but I need to mention again, Procreate. I am still loving it. I am still watching my tutorial videos and just don't be surprised if I start posting any of my creations because I am just having the best time. I I feel like I've definitely told you guys before, but I'm such a creative person at the core. I just have the longest memories of me drawing all the time in school and art classes are my favorite and I kind of let go of that for a little bit. And so now I'm getting back into drawing, getting in touch with my artistic side. So that's been something I've been really enjoying these past few weeks. Whew, okay, well, now that we are caught up and we have listed our favorites for the week, let's get into this week's topic. Navigating life post-grad and the top five lessons I've learned along the way. So let's first set the scene, since you know I love doing that, of sort of what I threw myself into after college. So picture this. It is one week, or I give myself one week post-grad. I graduate next day, move out, I'm home. And I pack everything up and literally sent it to New York City in my little Nissan Rogue. So obviously, you know, I had help moving in, but I went right from my slow-paced small town to the Big Apple working in a nine-to-five. I started June 1st. So immediately, I know I kind of threw myself into the thick of it with this one right after college, but I'm not going to lie. I think I wanted to do this for so long that I was so eager and so set on this plan that by the time all of this came, I was so ready. I was so ready for it. I was so excited. And I was kind of blinded by the fact that I was doing, uh, taking on a lot of change all at once. You know, maybe part of me was a little worried that if I gave myself the time to really think and sit with it that maybe I would chicken out and I'm just someone that takes on these types of challenges or opportunity head on straight for it no looking back and really just trust that it'll all work out and so far it has and so that's why I wanted to do this episode today for you guys because I feel like I've learned quite a bit New York has the tendency to kind of take you in chew you up and spit you out but you can come out of these things a better person with a little bit more growth a little bit more wisdom um, and I think a lot of people can relate to what I'm going through I know a lot of people who also recently have just graduated and so I think this is coming at a great time so first lesson wait hold up though I have to say one of the first things I realized that was kind of cool about the 9 to 5 life, though, was happy hour. That's really dope. And also recruiting. 
is a great opportunity for meeting other young professionals. If you're kind of unsure of what career path you want to take, recruiting is really good for people who are, you know, sociable and I think organized. It can be, the, so the skill sets can be taught. Regardless, I was recruiting at first before I got into communications and it was fun to meet a lot of young professionals that live in the city or around Manhattan and always a great time and I made some friends that way. So now let's get in to the first lesson I want to talk about that I've learned since graduating. You are now responsible for you. Not even just now, obviously you've always been responsible for yourself, but this is on a whole new level. There is no roommate, there is no professor or or parent to nag you about what you need to do or needs to be done. You will forget toothpaste sometimes. There will not be just toilet paper appearing in the bathroom. That doesn't happen. Or dish soap, apparently. You have to go to the store and get those things. There is no soap fairy or toilet paper fairy that just comes and refills these things for you. And that's kind of rude. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Why doesn't my mom send me toilet paper? No, I'm just kidding. But... For real, this was something that started happening to me in my first few months of living on my own. And honestly, I I just laughed about it because it is one of those things that you really don't think about till you need it, like bar soap, like the most rent cotton pads, like, I don't know. And so it's okay. It's okay. Don't freak out if you forget these things. Just maybe in the back of your head, all those things that you're used of that just appear back at home or that are just there when you're in college all those amenities you are responsible for you now and don't drop the ball on those things you are important and you deserve to be well taken care of and it's okay to be overwhelmed by that at first I think just learning to kind of have a laugh with it a little bit realize that it's okay everyone goes through this transition and you'll you'll get through it it'll start to form more as a habit and less as a second thought and you'll be taking care of yourself well in no time. I'm just here to remind you to buy your toothpaste and all your toiletries, <laughs> I guess. No, that was just a funny first realization for me. So the second lesson is routine. That's it. Routine, routine, routine. I mean, if you think about college and high school, we've always been on a schedule. We've always had some sort of routine running our day. And in, even in college, you have a little bit more freedom than you did, you know, high school or living at home, but you still have a set schedule for you in some form, whether it's classes or clubs or practices. Now you have work, but in order to maintain wellness outside of work, you need some form of routine outside of that as well. And whatever that looks to you, your routine does not have to emulate mine or anyone that you know. It's simply some type of routine that works for you in some manner. It could be small or complex. I just think this is crucial and almost tying back to my first point of taking care of yourself because I realized quickly that it is, it's easy to start losing yourself in work. You can be drained after talking to people all day or training if maybe your job is very hands-on. And it's hard not to just want to vegetate and relax and just chill out because now you don't have anyone here reminding you that the dishes need to get done or maybe you should put your laundry away. The beauty, I think, of having the freedom is you get to set your pace and work with a routine that works well for you. So really, really rely on that and trust yourself and know yourself. If today's not the day I'm going to get laundry done, totally fine. 
I know I will do it tomorrow, but today needs to be a proper taking care of rest day. That means maybe skincare, maybe picking up the room a little bit, whatever that looks like for you, however you can kind of unwind, do that. But I think really carving out some time in your day for you, and maybe this is in the morning, maybe this doesn't have to be after work either, but really take a second to think about what's going to flow well for you. I know I have friends that go running in the morning before work too. I definitely tried that. I did it for like a month and a half and then I just couldn't maintain it. That's okay. It wasn't maintainable for me, but it works for other people. So feel free to play around with it. Trial and error really is just kind of the best way to know what's going to work for you and when. But I think this process in general of creating those types of habits is going to be super, super impactful. It's going to help keep you engaged. It is obviously a great stress reliever. Pouring into yourself is just never a bad idea. You're never going to get something bad out of it. Only good things are going to come. You're going to be happier. I find that I can, I'm able to relax like more when I set aside time to do this stuff. Otherwise, if I'm just in this constant state of work, I kind of have this almost impending anxiety or worry that can carry with me even when I clock out. And then it's hard for me to be present when I'm hanging out with my friends or cooking dinner. Like, So finding that time to really unwind, tune into yourself and your needs, whatever that may look like, super, super important. Next, third lesson, be patient with yourself. Be patient with yourself. Adjustment takes time. It really does. And I know it's an annoying answer, but time just helps. I personally need to hear this one because I want to just settle in and get grooving like right away. I want to be acclimated ASAP and just get in, get it going. But it took a lot of trial and error, like I just said. It's normal. It is so normal. For I'll give you an example. Oh my gosh. My first few weeks in New York City I so upstate I go to Planet Fitness it's really not that packed where I'm from like yeah obviously it gets busy but a lot of people my age felt comfortable there knew where everything was didn't really have a problem going to use anything just mind my own business get my workout and go so I was like perfect there's a (laughs) sounds so stupid now but there's a Planet City city in Midtown walking distance from me I will just transfer my membership and we'll be good to go. We'll be able to keep that grind going Um, since, you know, maintaining a routine was something that was important to me and I knew I I wanted. Well, funny me, let me just tell you, Planet Fitness in Midtown is an absolute no. no. Unless you want to, like, give yourself a death sentence and by that I just mean, like, overwhelmingly surrounded by people who you feel like how do I say this? Maybe you're not there just to work out. It was just very frustrating and defeating. And I could totally be a little bit dramatic about this. But when I'm in my first weeks, you know, in this new place alone, new job, and I wanted to just get a good workout and sweat it out, get out of my head. And then I ended up leaving within like 10 minutes. And so I did find another gym. It was so much better. And This was just a part of the trial and error process. I was super upset about it first. I called, I think my grandma vented about it, but once I got over it, I was like, you know what, whatever, moved on. Now it's kind of funny. It's funny now. Obviously, Midtown Planet Fitness is going to be freaking packed like that. So instead, I got a membership at Blink and got it squared away and really not that long of a time I was back on my workout routine, but it's just one example of many things where I 
you know, came across, and it really just kind of took time and some adjustment, some figuring things out and being patient with myself. <laughs> also, along with this, I wanted to mention that letting yourself change your mind kind of goes along with being patient with yourself, but letting yourself change your mind is okay. Like, it's okay to, to realize maybe you didn't want something that you thought you did. So as I mentioned last week, I literally have already had three jobs. I've lived in two different apartments. I have no regrets at all. No, none. Because all of them have left, had led me here to this moment now in which I'm really happy and excited and grateful. And so it's okay if you thought you had it figured out, you got into something and you're like, oh, wow, yeah, no, this is just not what I was expecting. Or I'm really not growing in this. Or for me, in my case, was I, I don't feel challenged enough or really passionate about what I was doing. And not everyone needs that passion, but I realized for me, I like to be passionate about what I'm working on. It just, one, more enjoyable for me. And two, I think I'm going to do better work that way as well. And also grow as an individual. And I kind of felt like some of my other jobs were keeping me a little bit complacent. I didn't feel as, not adjusted, but in, almost inclined to to grow. It's it's hard to explain, but when you have that feeling that you're ready for a change, that something isn't working, roll with it and allow yourself to change your mind. You don't have to prove anybody right. No one. You just simply have to make yourself happy. and You know what's best for you. So be patient. Now, the fourth lesson is something I have preached before, but I really, really want to mention again because it has been a large reason as to my success of living alone in the city and how I've made it is use your support system. I, it is just so important. I have used and continue to use my support system to this day. I do love being independent. Almost to a point where it, it gets annoying. But during this transition, living alone, I found myself calling my grandma daily or my mom for advice or my friends to keep company and catch up. Even my boyfriend for comfort. It just, it doesn't have to be embarrassing. It's not embarrassing at all. And it's funny given, you know, coming from someone who I kind of pride myself on being able to travel and go places alone. I'm not intimidated or worried or scared. I'm confident that I can, you know, handle that. And so I think I, I went into this being like, oh my gosh, I, I got this. Like I've, I've lived abroad before. Like what is the city going to do to me? You no, know? but it's, it's different and it's okay. And we are social beings who are made to rely on our little communities that we've built. So don't feel like you need to prove yourself again. You don't. And your support system, I'm sure, is more than happy to be there for you. They would love to be there for you. And that's, that's why they're there. Whatever that looks like to you, don't feel like it's a burden. Just simply communicate. Some days I would, you know, go to my friends and just be honestly, like, you don't even have to answer me right now. I just need to vent and get this out and just kind of get it off my chest. And when you're free to chat, I would love to just kind of catch up and maybe get, talk this through, work it out. Because sometimes, you know, when these thoughts and worries and anxieties are stuck in your head, it can seem way too overwhelming and honestly much bigger than it really has to be. And the last part I want to touch on about using our support system is... I think it's important for me to mention that I 
did not do this all alone. I am so grateful for my family and my mom, stepdad, siblings, grandma, like you name it. They have built such a supportive foundation for me that I, that's the reason why I feel so confident to follow my dreams and do what I need to do. I talk a lot on my podcast about how I've encouraged myself to make these changes and find my passions because I feel like that is important to encourage you all to go after the things you want and have that perspective and that confidence in yourself to do it. But, you know, and being real with you guys, like having a strong support system has been a major factor in my success. And I do owe a lot of thanks to them and their continuous support and love. And I don't want you all to think that I'm just, you know, making magic happen alone or (laughs) by any means. But if I, you know, if I wasn't being real to you, I wouldn't mention that. So yeah, use your support system. Okay. The fifth lesson and final lesson I wanted to talk about was learning to be open to opportunities and what life has to offer. Now, this may seem obvious, but not gonna lie, this one was kind of hard for me personally. You know, being in a new city forced me to really put myself out there and go to events and make new friends and go with the flow. And to my surprise, you can be so surprised actually at what can happen when you let life happen to you instead of trying to control it all. Now, I know that's crazy for type A like me. I love having control and predictability. It's kind of funny because part of me also doesn't. I like to go with the flow with certain things. It's it's a weird balance. You know, we're figuring it out. But letting myself have that sort of freedom to take the days as they come and be able to say yes to things as, you know, I'm presented with them that day and maybe the day before. It's I know it's crazy, but that's where I have found the beauty in life because I've also realized that in accepting, you know, these plans that I didn't plan or control, I have been so much less stressed. So for example, um, not this past weekend, the weekend before, my boyfriend was out of town building a coffee table and I was here for the weekend having a girls weekend by myself in the city. Um, but I didn't really have any other plans besides hanging out with the girls one night of the week. And so besides on Friday, I was open to figuring it out day by day. And I literally shit you not, I was pleasantly surprised on Sunday morning when I got asked if I wanted to go to the Jonas Brothers concert for free. I am insanely one beyond grateful for opportunities like that and for people to be thinking of me in those situations. And it I just need to say, like, it would not have happened if I had planned out my entire weekend. I wouldn't have had time. I wouldn't have been able to say yes and then bring along. I also made my coworker's day as well because I knew she was super into the Jonas Brothers like me. And I was like, this is the perfect person to bring with me. And it was just such a heartwarming experience. My teenager self was screaming. The fan base of the Jonas Brothers also amazing. It was such a wonderful time surrounded by such nice people and At the end of the day, it was because I was open to the opportunities that life has to offer as they come. And this is just one of many instances that happens when, you know, you let go of that control a little bit. It is okay to not have a plan sometimes. Basically, you can't prepare for everything. And newsflash, that is okay. (laughs) 
In fact, really great things will come along with surrendering to the universe once in a while. I promise you that. (laughs) Okay, well, I think I have chatted to you all enough (laughs) this week. I do want to leave you with one little last tidbit of wisdom. As long as your intentions are in the right place and you are leading each day with what makes you happy, you simply can't go wrong and it will always work out in your favor. So practice gratitude, get in touch with yourself, and do something that makes you happy this week. And as always, don't forget to love yourself a little extra this week. Bye for now.